part of the second part? Norwin, I do know your birth date is coming up. In oh, yeah. I suppose it is. Two months. Yeah. And I know months. that's a bit away, but I know you're going to be gone for weeks at a time. Will you be in the city so we can celebrate together? If, um, if my job allows me to do so. Without it, um, it depends. Well, will you at least be back by my birthday? I'll do my best that's to do that. That's three months out. I mean, I'll certainly, I'll stop by. Okay, At a minimum, I'll figure out a way to stop by. Perfect. So, I just, when you're I on the road... I would like to celebrate your birthday, considering you're turning 20. And you only get to turn 20 twice in your lifetime. So, like, technically, <laughs> I think I'm, I did the math on it at one point. I'm closer to, like, 30-something. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's fair. I actually properly celebrate my 20th birthday. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can be in the city for it. Good. I'll keep track of the days a little bit better. And so, I mean, that's like, yeah, it's in two months. Yeah, two and a half-ish. Yeah, it's not even, it's only, yeah. And then I'm in about three and a <clears throat> half-ish, so. Yeah, exactly. I can probably, I can throw something on. Good. I can transport via plants. So, I mean, the world is just a step away. Mm-hmm. If I've been there before. I'm just reminding you, because I know how you men are. No. Oh, is that our anniversary? Oh, was that that day? Oh, was your birthday? I didn't even realize. Right. Right, well, when you're not looking at a calendar every day, they bleed together, but... All right. I'll do it. I'll make it. I'll make it happen. I'll buy you a gift. Oh, if you so desire. But just being with you both is a gift. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Vomited in my mouth a little bit. I think those basilisks are going gonna, are gonna to turn stone. Absolutely. We'll find them. Yep. Yeah. Probably. But, you know, that's an adventure, right? Get you out of the city. Yeah. I'm out of my cave now. Mm-hmm. But life's more than just paperwork, as you know. And oh, it's more than pa- paperwork, isn't it? A little bit. Just horns and tails and all sorts of things. Yeah. Well, don't, don't die. Don't turn into stone. I guess. That's that's up to her. I'll try. <laughs> all right. That's all I can hope for, I guess. Well, if we see you for your big twentieth or thirty-fourth or whatever you want to to, to call it, we'll have a. a, a You'll have a drink on me. That's true. And I do not know when your birthday is, so you should probably inform me of that. Sorry. But, but to be fair, do you know when my birthday no, is? No, we should probably exchange that information. What's your middle name? <laughs> middle name? Yeah. Honk. Honk. Hey, what is Honk? It's funny, because my middle name's Kronk. <laughs> and Zoya Kronk, and Elka is Ronk. <laughs> um. Don't have one. Middle names are not a common thing for us. We're not full-blooded blood elves, after all, who, who need to have uh, three names in one breath before before you take a pause, and then you say there are more officious titles under other four names. Yeah. Yep. This is fair. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Night goes on. <clears throat> 
desserts and whatnot are, are had, a second bottle is ordered, and a point comes when you're all fat, full, a little mm-hmm. bit tipsy perhaps, but not overly not over so by any means. And Chris will give you a, a hug and a smooch. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'll say goodbye to him. <laughs> 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 See ya. <laughs> Peace. Ah, what a good boy you are. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, goodness. Frank. Frank. So yeah, he'll, he'll be, be careful. Of course. He'll make his way in the rain, pulling up his hood enough to make uh, to get to the Dallas stable and and you two have your carpet. It is, of course, obnoxious to, to fly in the rain, which is what it is. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Should we head there? Let's head there. Yeah. Go again. Head up. Rumble. Yes. You, you head your way to um, the Cornerstone Excuse me. district, mm-hmm. which you will have learned is in middle something or other. Middle something or other. Cool. Yes. I'm trying to remember exactly where it was. Not that it really matters, probably. Was it this? Middle Earth? <laughs> middle Earth District. Mm-hmm. Middle Tavix Landing. Middle Tavix Landing. The lower middle class area. Uh, um, district, I should say. Um, inns, marketplaces, a- average residences, an adventurous quarter, it seems. Apartment style homes um, dug into to the wall and also wooden um, facades built into it to come outwards more, sort of stacked on top of each other, of each other in sort of a pyramidal type shape. Um, walkways and wooden bridges between places, swaying ever so. How hard did you get anywhere in the city um, without? People that, that live here tend to get used to heights and swinging bridges quite quite, quite quickly. But the time of night and the fact that it is raining um, softly enough though is enough that there is really nobody, um, very few people around. Mm-hmm. It is, in general, an eclectic blend of businesses and residences catering to people from all levels of society. After some time, <coughs> you will indeed um, find the Cornerstone D- District, and there is a temple to Doldorn here, and a separate temple to Laladra. Um, average lodging, food, and some poor places as well. This is named the Cornerstone District because it is a, a, the cornermost district mm-hmm. of Tavix Landing. So if you imagine uh, like a horseshoe type thing of the city. Dura Corridor is this part of the horseshoe and Tavix Landing is this part of the horseshoe. So mm-hmm. you're way up here sort of okay. thing. In the middle sort of thing. The streets in this district are, are more full of noise and laughter as, pe- as people stagger into and out of the many inns and taverns in this district. A large arena of sorts occupies the center of Cornerstone, and occasionally a ragged cheer rises from the, 
the amphitheater. Mm -hmm. um, though that's not true right now. Right now, it is quite quiet. Mm -hmm. So, after some time of flying around, perhaps landing, asking, or, or, or the such, are you just dis disguise it at this point? Yeah, absolutely. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, you, you would ultimately, um, you can mask around and change your disguise if you want so people can't follow you easy enough yep. for you guys at, at this point to find the tooth and nail um you just say uh, we're looking for the tooth and nail mm -hmm. and it is indeed a tavern not entirely surprising but it seems to be attached to a shop and hmm. the shop uh, much like the the name may may imply it has several um, bestial. It, it appears to be selling several bestial type things. Hmm. Legs of, of large arachnids, teeth of um, dire bears, um, nails from giant eagles, and such. Feathers from phoenixes. Well, right now the shop is closed. Shit. Break but as in. You, as you look in. <laughs> You, I mean, that could be possible, but as, as you look in, anything in there? Oh, give me in! Wait, I have Dimension Door! <laughs> <laughs> you have the best way of getting in. No, smash it! I could have Dimension Door to that shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah, 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 yeah. You, it's doubtful that they have anything that would be as valuable as that by, its, by itself, as random climbing, just being that it is an old Tavix, Tavix landing. Mm -hmm. Poss possible, though. But it does seem to be um, tooth and, and, and nail, sort of a clever sort of combination of the ta tavern, sure, but also these things. And you're wondering, maybe they use some of these parts, these bestial pickers and, and whatnot, in their drinks. They might. At least the drinks as you walk. And again, the shop is closed, but the tavern mm -hmm. is, is open. And as you walk in, it's not by any means a, um, it's not an enormously boisterous um, um, raucous place, but there is a fair amount of business happening here. Let me just throw that on the mm -hmm. thing here. Didn't I literally need like giant eagle talons though? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'd come back and check for that. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Why is like YouTube sound so low? There we go. That's a good one. Right. <clears throat> so as you walk in, the sound of the rain dies down, and the rumbling thun thunder, and the sound of being in a tavern proper mm -hmm. swells. Laughter, people talking, there's heads, there's a dragon head, and you realize, oh, it's not a dragon head, it's more of a, a, a wyvern head. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is that a fucking wyvern skull hanging there? Mm -hmm. Uh... It's probably fake, but there are there are other heads, giant bam, simple you know deer like thirty point buck sort of things, an eclectic assortment of beasts here, heads hanging there. So as normal as you walk in, Ace Ventura. Do you ever see a show when nature calls? What? You ever seen the movie Ace Ventura when nature calls? I think so. Probably. He walks in and it's the the safari room and it's decked out every wall. He goes, it's like and then he then just goes, this is the lovely room of death. Yep, that's exactly it. One of my favorite things as a kid. 
Yep. But yeah, it's not quite that bad, and you're you're, you're used to, to such things. Mm-hmm. Though, name place name the tooth and nail, you definitely see assortments of such things, taxidermy and whatnot. You see the um the um drinks, the different ales and and meads and wines and liquors and even cocktails and such mm-hmm. on um on boards. No paper menus here, just mm-hmm. on the um, boards. They you know they, they say what they are. And they're paint, they're painted a bit slapdash in different mm-hmm. color uh, um paints and inks and they're definitely named things that are clever um uh, um like you know Eagle's Splendor would be the name nah. of, of a a a wine. Mm-hmm. You doubt that a place like this is going to have magical, you know, liquors or c- concoctions like um, the, um, drunken, the Drunken Dragon does, but they're definitely leaning into mm-hmm. the um, shop. So, definitely do. Um, the place probably has upwards of 20 or so patrons, patrons in it right now of, 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 of all walks of life here. And in particular, you see um, behind the, the bar is a half orc fellow. Mm-hmm. Um, sweeping is a dwarven fellow, and a more a gnomish fellow is g- going around and um, bussing tables. So those are the three employees that you would see: a, a, a gnome bussing tables, a half orc behind the bar, and a dwarf um, sweeping and cleaning up some spills and messes and such. And how much time do we have before the allotted time? It is ten twenty-four right now. All right. Um, best way to get people's names from them. Because you have to talk to a specific individual. I have to speak up a bit here because there's, you know, ta- ta- taverns and sound, yep, unfortunately. Yeah, yep, this is fair. So, let's get some drinks. Yep. Just get some regular drinks and check out who we're dealing with. Go to the bar. <clears throat> okay. Yep. Half work is there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. What can I do you for? What whiskeys do you have? And what do you know how to make with them? A point to the, the board. You want a special? Sure. Roll a d10. Oh wait, d10. Shh, I know what it is. <laughs> Three. Three? You see it, the Phoenix Fireball. Mmm, that's fun. Okay, I'll have it. Yeah. I think I'll just start with mead. Mead? Right. Wait, mead or meat? Mead. 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 With a D. Need for mead, <clears throat> and here you are with speed. <clears throat> uh, five copper for you. I've got it. Okay. I'll get yours, how's that? Romance. You see him take a whiskey and take some other reddish con- concoction of some sort, mostly empty, and he just does this. More whiskey flows mm-hmm. than that because it's a narrower bottle, mm-hmm. but they sort of mix in one. Mm-hmm. There we go. Take a little pinch of some reddish looking flakes and sprinkle it. On top, and then there's uh, your glass. It's just there. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on! sake. you have ordered before. I'll grab a torch from 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 the side, <laughs> dump it, and <laughs> Opa! <laughs> this is amazing. 
Mm-hmm. Or Silver. What's your name? Talon. 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 This is phenomenal. Thank you. <laughs> I haven't even tried it yet. <laughs> yeah, this fire, and then it's just like, like smoking mm-hmm. ash, and you blow in the smoke and, and ash sort of mix mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. Take a sip. Roll a D, D20. 11. Con is plus one. Con is zero. Zero. Eleven though. You're fine. <laughs> but it, there is some spice to it for, for sure. Um, oh. It goes down and it warms you up and there's a, a burning sensation there and the heat from it is actually kind of burns your lips and stuff. But mm-hmm. all in all, you are from the east and you're a tiefling and you're resistant to both fire and poison. So we tend to talk about this the other day. That's funny. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Um, so I it, enjoy it. <laughs> you, you enjoy it. It's very much up your... It's very different, but it's mm-hmm. up your alley. And of course, there's the... Flam- the flamboyant affair of like, people mm-hmm. like look and go, oh, I wish she's having. They love it. It's like ordering f- fajitas. Mm-hmm. They love it because people like, oh, I'll have, I'll have that, that looks good. Mm-hmm. I will admit, um, before we came in, I will have disguised as like a adventurer. Mm-hmm. An Avenger? Which one? Uh, Iron Mer- Man. Iron Man. Okay. Yeah, Iron I am Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And obviously Norman is as well disguised. As I assume something. you guys are disguised as something yeah. in- mm-hmm. innocuous in-, in this state. Yeah. Talon, my man. This is truly great. My friend and I anticipate we'll be in the city for a while, and I am the type that likes to get to know where I frequent, and this has convinced me I'm probably going to frequent here. Mm-hmm. Any other names I should know around here? People I can call upon? Uh, where's, uh, oh, uh, well, me, uh, Galligan, and he points over at the figure who's sweeping up, you know, and he's got an eye patch, and he's got burns and scars across across the side, like looking quite quite awful um he's sweeping that up and then the gnomish fellow looking a bit older um but hard to say definitely younger than like um Lerman or Halbastus but mm-hmm. maybe a hundred or like and like four you know that sort of thing yeah, younger but older yeah, middle age I suppose is the word we're looking mm-hmm. for and he's Bussing, he's got a stick with like a hook, a hook on it, and you just use that to grab the mugs, and mm-hmm. it's got a bit of platter on the ground and doing all that. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, Gorna. Gorna. Gosh damn it, there's two G's. <laughs> Talon, Ganigan, Galligan, Galligan, and, and Gorna. Gorna. Hey, yeah, we used to be uh, the adventurer sort. Uh, yeah, my, my friend uh, there, Galligan, got. Got his face up, uh, blasted by by some that brave fire, and uh, uh, gone over there, took an arrow to to the knee, unfortunately. But mm. so uh, we we re- re- retired from the business, but we uh, had our hands hands in enough pies that we were able to easily enough open up a, a bought this place, open up, and we run this. And then the shop next door, which you're free to visit any time before the tavern opens. Thank you. We right. hope one day we can have money like that, too. Yeah. Mm. He tell. takes a drink <clears throat> of, of, like, he has his, his, his own stuff, mm-hmm. like a nice um, metal cap, you know, like, like mm-hmm. most yep. um, nice steins. Mm-hmm. But his head, he grabs money, they just drink on the job. Yep. All right, well, cheers to you. You look, you look the adventurous sort. Aspiring. Right. Mm-hmm. And we will yep. walk away. 
Galligan or Gorna? I think Galligan is where we should start. Alright. Of course. So, I guess we wait until we have a lot of time and then see if... Mm-hmm. Alright. Let's do it. Just staring at his pocket watch. No, <laughs> so he's nervous. just watching. Sipping. <laughs> 10.36 mm-hmm. hits, and you see the second hand going around, and 10.37 hits. Is there anybody else who seems to be... Between the two of them, is there anybody who seems to be checking a time? No. Okay. Not in the slightest. Okay. Alright, let's try trying to get Yep. Where is Icarus and um, Strychnine? Strychnine would be invisible, hiding under my hair, okay. and Icarus would probably be on my shoulder. Okay. I would want Icarus with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, that makes your passive perception. Your, yours are both reasonable, but mm-hmm. yours especially is high enough that you, yeah. you can even say, do you, do you see any of them look at the time? And the answer is no, you don't okay. notice anything of the sort. Cool. Mm-hmm. Let's go let's ask. Alright, let's go ask. I'll let you ask just because you have the double checking implementation. Sure. So I will go up to the dwarf. Mm-hmm. He's now just buffing some tables. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. Hello. Oh. Uh, would it be possible for me to get a uh, Troll's Blood Knight camp, but not too strong? Right, sure, the ball's over there. Uh, thank you very much. Okay. Go over to the bar. Mm-hmm. And I will ask the other one. Talon or Gorna? Gorna. Gorna, who's doing... Uh, so not at the bar, mm-hmm. but Gorna is bussing tables. If Gorna's bussing tables, maybe, maybe... Talon was the one that was at the bar. Mm-hmm. Maybe do ask Talon. As we're walking through the crowd, mm-hmm. I am going to cast Detect Thoughts. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she's enough to do without anybody attacking or mm-hmm. anything. So I would first like to focus on the dwarf we just talked to. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's a bit confused why you're asking him for a drink. Mm-hmm. Doesn't entirely know why. Pretty mm-hmm. obvious. Then I would shift to the gnome. Okay. Gnome's mind is on very surface level things, just mm-hmm. helping the business picks up. They could use some more coin. And then to Talon. Talon's just thinking about what he's doing, his his, his mm-hmm. drinks and the next um, order, the, the next kegs and such coming mm-hmm. by. Mm, I'll try well, it. None of them are shielded, so that doesn't work. Okay, well that's at least something. We'll try the bond just and see what Talon says perhaps. Okay. Even though the other, I'm pretty sure the name's started with a G, but... But if we go to the busser first, then we don't just... have to pay for the drink if he points us towards the bar, too. That's fair. We'll, we'll see. Okay, we'll try. We'll try the gnome, then. Mm-hmm. So when, when he has got a, a moment... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he takes mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. things over. And there's, you know, the, the bar is obviously half more mm-hmm. height, and the, the, the gnome has his tray of his... Mm-hmm. Old steins that he, he he's bringing to and flow, and he there's a part of the bar mm-hmm. that you've actually seen him towel and step over, mm-hmm. like a weird like ledge there that he, he has to step step over mm-hmm. to get out, and that's where um, Gorna will set his 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 mm-hmm. things there, and then Tal will step over the empty ones and grab those, and when he's done getting drinks, he'll put them down there, so mm-hmm. they have a nice little system here of, of, of quite tall and quite short. Mm-hmm. So you see him go up there and de- deposit them there, and grab two more steins and, and he goes over and drops off a table and mm-hmm. oh yeah absolutely 
No, 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 no. On you, on you this time, not me. <laughs> do this and turn around and say, Hello, my, hello, my friend, how are you doing today? I'm good, how are you? Uh, good, good. Can, can, I, can, I, can I complain? Could I uh, trouble you, perhaps, for a Troll's Blood Nightcap with, that's not too strong? Uh, say, say, say that again. Troll's Blood Nightcap, but not too strong. Two of them, please. Right, right. Uh, yeah, oh, follow me, follow me. Right, you are. Mm-hmm. No, go through, not behind the um, bar, mm-hmm. but through a, a, um, a, a curtain. Just mm-hmm. goes through it, you guys follow suit, pre- presumably. Mm-hmm. There's a back room here with some kegs and, and like broken chairs that they, 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 they need to eventually mm-hmm. fix. Some basic woodworking and, and, and gluing tools. Lacquers and such, the, the, the smell hits you a bit. There's a door there, or he, mm-hmm. oh, just a, a metal ring ring there. He he twists it, opens it up. Small small office, no bigger than this mm-hmm. room room here. One desk right, right there, chair, carpet there. Just a circular moth-eaten carpet. Goes over and um, close, close the door. Eh? Mm-hmm. When you close the, the door, the general din of the ambiance um, subsides quite a, quite a bit, as the um, as does the, the the rain as well. And he will push the desk over a bit, and the two chairs drag them over. Shows blood, but not not too strong, right? Mm-hmm. He'll grab the 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 corner of the rug and pull it. There's just a modest-sized trap door there. And he'll, it has a little um, uh, locking mechanism mm-hmm. there, and he'll, he'll kind of shield it, and kind of like you have on luggage, but about yay big. Mm-hmm. And you see he's got five different hubbers on there. <coughs> oh, and it opens it up. Shallow down. Yeah. Shallow stairs going down, just carved into the stonework of the city of the plateau here. You go down and yeah. don't hear the clicking of locks going at least, but there is a when you are in patient the dark down here. Boop. We were. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few steps, a low low hanging you know, a ceiling there, so you duck you are, you duck your head. Um, get down a good amount to get in easily. <clears throat> At this point, it's about uh, 10.42. Ooh. So it took about five minutes in total for, <laughs> for, for all of that. Sure. And you go down, and the, the light that you have immediately fills the entire downstairs and just seems like storage of, of, of things. Not so much a, a mail and such, because it wouldn't have a way to get in there, but just a, the ceiling is maybe only five feet tall total, so there's a bit of like, for you, you're, you're fine, but for you, you, you might have to <laughs> shrink yourself down <laughs> yep, perfect. Um, there's, again, some some stools, some, some furniture here, just shelves of like goods and such, common like mm-hmm. spices and, and whatnot. Bottles of wine and such. Mm-hmm. Look at your your watch again. Ten forty-two and a half. Walk into the room a bit. Yeah, you can see the whole the whole thing is mm-hmm. about as big as the upstairs here is. At ten forty-three sharp. 
there is a shimmer in the air behind you. You both, you both or not behind you, I guess, like mm-hmm. on one of those chairs that were there, um, or near one. There is a shimmer, and you both, your eyes snap, turn, and look, and you see <coughs> it coalesces into the shape of Morden Canaan. Interesting. Um, not Guff, Morden Canaan himself specifically wearing different um, robes and you've seen him wear beef before um, just there bald head goateed clever eyes staff there actually I said staff but wouldn't not be mm-hmm. either mm-hmm. welcome I hope you've not been waiting too long no about as long as we needed to I think mm-hmm. sorry if you've been waiting no I just uh, alright I decided to, to, to give you a bit of time. Probably wise. He looks around at the place and the, the light and says, Please, sit, if, if you wish. And he will sit, but on nothing, and his mm-hmm. butt just, like, hangs there. Interesting. There's no sound to his movements whatsoever, just his voice. You get a very strong sense that he's doing the exact same thing that the crow Astral projection. This is a projection of whatever. illusion that mm-hmm. is being projected. So whatever he's sitting on is probably real wherever he is, but the mm-hmm. illusion only sends him. So he's kind of just doing a, a sit down. and Makes sense. There's two stools there. You, you two are free to just sit on if you choose. I'll sit on a stool. Nice one. Sorry to interrupt your busy schedule, but yes. there are things that we thought behooved conversation that we'd like to know and to discuss. What'd you say? I suppose we should just get right into the meat of the matter. Yeah, I think you have most of it. I'll interject where necessary. Right. Before before you start, Yes. I do wish to to speak with you as well. I found that it was difficult to schedule time. I need to, to be quite conservative with what efforts I take on at this moment. This will likely be the last time that you and I speak for a while. I will be mm-hmm. occupied and disposed for the better part of the next year. He and has you. pieced together so you can speak plainly with him now. I'm also, I mostly have a good sense of what might be happening. Ah. Even if I'm not entirely sure how that came about. Well, so be it. I almost prefer this. Yes, I will will be indisposed because I I will be attempting to attune the item. I assumed. During this time, I I will be in a place of secret that is well protected, warded, guarded. Even my compatriots will not know precisely where I am. Wise. This means that I will not be available in the core city. And that this means I will, will not be, be able to send my, my concentration outward to meet with you like, like this. Of I course. believe I should be able to still cast sendings on occasion. However, I do not know how much of my magical acumen will return to me upon resting, or if that will even be possible. For all intents and purposes, assume this is the last time we will see each other for one year. Of course. Makes sense. Is there somebody we could reach out to instead if we need to relay information that is more dire and cannot necessarily disrupt you? 
Mike Elminster or Tasha? Somebody you'd prefer? Both will be. Yes. You've met Elminster would be good to reach out to, but please conserve this for the most dire of situations. Of only course. dire. This is only if like is shifting large. Something as if the city being attacked by mm-hmm. dragons and hobgoblins would be an apt reason to disturb him, and if need be, they have means of disturbing me. Sure. One opportunity to, to do that, and one opportunity only in which I would cease my attunement process. Right. Which we want to avoid at all costs. Yes. Absolutely. We don't have much time. No. So, I wanted to say that first, so we get everything out on the, the table. Right. Now, you have one hour. Well, we better get to talking then. Are you aware of what happened in the court city with the coronation and what we then discussed with the enemy? I was at the coronation. I am unfamiliar with what was discussed <coughs> with the enemy. Well, similar to what happened, what you're doing right now, when we got Elspeth to safety, the enemy enemy projected themselves into the throne room and tried to barter for what you're attuning right now. They offered six a month months. first. Was it a month? It was a month. It was laughable. Yeah, month. I mean, the whole thing is laughable. A month of what? Peace. Truce. Truce. Peace. They withdraw their troops, we withdraw ours. Then they extended to six months, mm-hmm. then to nine months, then to twelve months. No, they only ever did nine months. He never, he never no, did twelve? He never did more than nine months. I thought he did twelve months if we gave him the scroll. I don't think so. Mm, okay. I think if you gave him the scroll, he was willing to go up to... Oh, okay. Yes. Then, okay. Yeah, that's what once, I thought. Once you made it very clear the scroll was not happening, he would not go past nine months at that point in time. Okay. So that was a very brief list offer, and then you're like, fuck you, man, that's never happening. Never like, well, that's not Right, exactly. So, unfortunately, we had to give him the proverbial boot, um, and it cost a city. It, he rained down meteors upon it. Somewhere. That explains that. That's what happened there. Rain down meteors to show his stick, um, essentially, because he's threatening now, or he was threatening to wipe out a city a month. More than two. Two city a month. Um, In the days that followed, though, we did come to an agreement with him. Sort of. A truce. Mm -hmm. And that simply is he withdraws his troops for nine months, we withdraw ours. And we can't go past the sovereign steps. At least we no can't. more east. Yeah. Well, we get the steps and a little bit past, but not much more than that. Right. So. But I did tell him to go suck, well, eat a dick. Yeah. When it came to our item, so that's not even on the table ever. Exactly. Does he know that? Does he know what happened to the item? No. No. He's unaware of where it is. We wouldn't even tell him general location, nope. personage, anything. We didn't even say we didn't have it. As long as he knows, we still do. Yes. So. We refuse to talk about it or use it as a bargaining chip. In any capacity. Very good. Uh-huh. So, the issue is that we think that he has two of these. We know he's attuned one of them, probably. And the nine months is probably to finish attuning the other one. The second one. Life one. So, that's our timetable there. 
So, we have nine months of relative peace. He was speaking with you like this. Like yes. this. Does that mean something to you? I could be mistaken, and Arcana, as much as I know, there's every rule I know only serves to be broken in some way, shape, or form. Especially with things that I am myself only beginning to, to learn more about. Mm-hmm. However, what I will say is this that I'm doing right now requires concentration. Right. As I mentioned, attuning the item similarly requires concentration. So you're doing two concentration things at once? No. I, am, I have not yet begun. Oh, but I will okay. be, begin tomorrow. He could be mm-hmm. attuning, having someone else attune the other one. True. Or he has not yet started to attune, but then why nine months? Why, why, why would he not want? Unless he feels he can remain hidden for the three and send out more. Oh, I see what you're saying now. And have the drow, the woman, collect more leaders in that time and have her head that while he finishes. Or if he has a way of doing it faster. Yep. Or a way of doing it faster. That is a good point. As I said, I can only begin to understand what this is. He already has one. He might already know how. Yes. And he was pretty specific about his timeline. But so yes. perhaps nine months serves him because he can do it faster or somebody else has already Great begun started. the pro- process. He's had the other one from your elven friend for several months n- n- now, almost six, I believe, mm-hmm. from yeah. your time- timeline. So perhaps Great. it is time to finish that However, not enough time for, for one of you or somebody else to attune on our side. Correct. I see. So we should assume that the other will be used as a weapon in this war in some way, shape, or, or form. I think that would be likely. Although my personal opinion is they won't be used together until he has more of them, because it seems using two, more than one together comes at a great cost. That would be a guess as it appears that the Starry Lady used two of them together, life and void, and that created the Blight, but only at the expense of her not being able to return to our plane. And so, I don't think... You speak of the Raven Queen and her shattered, mad state. Yes. Yeah. So, I would assume he wouldn't want that cost without knowing his endgame is going to work. Unless he's found a way to medicate that, too. I don't know. If that even is what caused the queen to shatter. Do you get the sense that he was specifically seeking... It would seem that he already had that one for mm-hmm. some time, but that did not stop the attack on the, the summits. And he obviously wants the one that... The other one that is now in our possession... Mm-hmm. quite strong so I think that your theory is proper they may be used as weapons but perhaps they will not be used in the devastating way the cost is too high right. or perhaps he's he could be accumulating the strength for himself or he could be disseminating it it out to others only you have met, I have never met this individual I mind I my imagination that is quite intentional on his part to not meet with us with me or the, the the others, other powerful in individuals. If he knows of you, even 
Precisely. He so, did state he didn't want to return home. That that would be uncomfortable. So it seems like he might not be of this plane or something. A fair assessment. But even so, we do not not know whom will be attuning the item, but I think it is safe for us to assume that it will be attuned, and perhaps they will not be used <coughs> in conjunction, but they will be used yes. in some sure. capacity. This is what, what we can assume. Yes. Absolutely. Did you agree to this truce because you know that I was, go- was going to take this endeavor, or is there another reason for you accepting this truce? I will admit a large part of it was knowing that would place us three months closer to you being able to use it for our side. I was selfish in that manner, as you and I had already spoken about that. Um, Mm -hmm. Additionally, the war front is a mess. The city is a mess. So to get the nations to unite and push forward and to also get the city back under control and have the dragon marks continue to send their men to the war front as we need all of that power that we can have. We need to be as strong as we can if they're going to use two of these things. I agree with you in the general sense that to win the war, it was wise. My concern, obviously, is if the war is just a ruse for him to get what he wants, then we may win win the war but lose. We may win the battle Battle but lose the the war. war. On the other hand, if we win the war against him and slay him, but everything that we know and have worked for in the West has been just destroyed by Eastern forces and his machinations, then what have we truly won? Right. I don't think the war we're fighting is one for the common man, whereas the one on the ground is, so why mm-hmm. not tackle two problems at once? And what do you plan on doing during this downtime? <sighs> Good question. There's a couple of things. Well, I mean, we took some jobs as the voice of the crown, as the warden of the crown. Part of what I, my responsibility is is some mundane things. We're dealing with beasts and, and stuff to try to make sure that our forces stay strong, that our people stay healthy, and that we have access to certain mines that will be useful in the war efforts. Um, at least part of my time will be used that way. We also are thinking of potentially starting to strike a strike, strike a chart northward toward the unknown continent. As um, that seems to be our only line towards another item, potentially. When we <coughs> we've been chasing those Alhuns that we destroyed, we know that at least two of them were looking for these items, and the one that we never really followed up with where they were was up north so I think it's reasonable to assume that perhaps something up there that maybe one of them is up there in first home that is well not in first home but I'm wondering if you've ever been to first home heard of it know of it no I've gone as far as well I'm familiar with it I've seen it from a distance I've not traverse myself, but you do know what the north. He looks like he just wants to say things, but is definitely looking at you. And he looks back at, at, at you and says, you and I spoke when we first spoke plainly to each other. You know of what. We all have un- understood that the ethereal order 
looks over all threats to mortal kind. Those in other planes, whether they are elemental, primordial planes, the abyss, the Shadowfell, the celestial realm, indeed, even the even the Fae Wild, all have threats that can appear at any time, and we are keeping the floods at bay. The right. wildfires dust. My main per- main prerogative is here on the plain material in the northern continent. Mm-hmm. If you recall, we spoke about about this, and I have personally, in fact, no, we all did. Mm-hmm. You were there as well in my in, in my office here at Morgrave. We spoke about how I have had it. You were taking care of a den when we called you back for the summit. Precisely. Right. I do not want to say more. There's much that we're saying here that I am confident of this place not being overseen. And I see that you are both wise enough to, to be wearing your items and I, I cannot be, be scried upon in my current sense of where I am physically nor this manifestation. So I will speak plain, plainly. You're right, Anaxoria. I was dealing with a den, specifically of black dragons in the, in the mm-hmm. north in the fell lands there mm-hmm. are a number of dragon dens and such within the forest of the mountains there are giants the palinaeum due to orion's edicts have stricken any such words from the official record even those that do return if you do venture northward and you speak with the common folk, the pilgrims, the expeditions and the such that have made their way, I'm sure that they will tell you such stories. I assume as much, yeah. I was unable to deal with the burgeoning intelligence of a, a black dragon whelpling, wormling, um, before I was called back, but... Suffice to say, it is a place of tremendous danger, and even beyond dragons and giants, there's creatures there that easily rival the likes of what we have have here and Mm -hmm. exceed them. Right. But as far as have I been to First Home? No, not personally. There was no need for me to go there, but I do know that it is populated by giants. Stone giants. giants. And at the peak, there are those of the cloud variety. That makes sense with the stones raining down. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad it's not dragons. No, well, who knows? We've never really dealt with either. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, we've dealt with dragons, but not dragons. Not capital D. Well, we dealt with like, dragons. That bone one that's in Runeheim. We didn't deal with it. We hid from it. We hid from it, but we we saw it. We were around it. Yeah. It's not like we were planning on going to First Home and wiping it out, though. No, but if it does have giants, I'm wondering if that's where an item is, considering the mug was connected to what seemed like a large reservoir of beer. Yeah. My sense is that the southern reaches Mm -hmm. are of the northern continent is mostly occupied by discounting, of course, folk that would be ours. Pilgrims, adventurers, settlers is the word we're looking for. Settlers is the word we're looking for this whole time. Mm-hmm. Settlers of Qatar. Um, mm-hmm. Excluding those, the 
if you divide the continent into three approximate bands being very loose mm -hmm. here south of the ice wall mountains up and through the felled lands is predominantly the likes of dragonborn kobolds beasts and such that middle band and include, including the ice wall mountains are where we begin to be occupied by draconic dens and giant civilizations. However, they are simple, more rudimentary things. Hill giants are more common. Stupid, simple-minded grunts, mm -hmm. ogres and such, a type of, of giant trolls etc. Similarly wyverns and drakes. Mm -hmm. But I have not yet seen any grand civilizations there. There, may, I'm sure any I believe a mark of civilization is having some alcohol to, to drink. So if there's any sort of hill giant or stone giant dens, especially if there's a few cloud giants lording over them from first home, as I suspect may, may be the case, that very well may be where this mug and this mead or ale was... Beer. Yes. Beer was hailing from. But we have not yet talked about the third band. Mm -hmm. The most northern beaches, that is where the most danger lies. That is where there are grand conglomerations of giants. In the Black Ice Wastes, I have had word from my agents, and I have seen firsthand in the distance through the, the blizzards, castles that are on no map, icy wastelands and frost giants that have made quite a home for themselves there. And fire giants before you reached that. Storm giants that control the storms or live amongst them. The ancient texts, those that you will never find in the Palaeum, speak of something called the, the, the Ordning. You're familiar? Ordning. O-R-D-ning. It is said to be a caste system of giant kind. Mm -hmm. Those that were in the known, this knowledge being passed down word of mouth for much with some esoteric scrolls and Let's just say I've been a, a purveyor of knowledge as long as I have been alive, and I have been alive long enough to collect a fair amount of things that would be considered taboo otherwise. Right. The, the, the ordning was at the time of giants and dragons pre-sovereign host. Mm. And during those times, it was a caste system where the storm giants were at the, at the top, then the, the cloud, and the such, down to the hill giants at the bottom. I believe that this general delineation of hill to stone, if I recall correctly, to fire and, and frost and cloud and storm and such, you can make a rough estimation of that and their settlements mm -hmm. from the middle or in the southern area to the further north you would go, you'll find grander civilizations of the stronger ilk. Sure. With that said, I do not believe that some texts that are older than 
any known texts except for the item, for mm -hmm. example. Speak of the shattering of the ordning. Shattering. In reference to the sovereign host. There's no explanation of exactly what this means, but if I am to understand, I have no idea how this happened, but if I am to guess, shattering of the ordning would be not would be akin to us taking everything we know about the caste system here and tearing it up. Gone. Mm -hmm. Infighting happens. The hill giants, for example, are more more numerous. They can rise up. So in ancient times, if there is a caste system, it more than likely they lived in some degree of harmony based on rulership. And this, this ordining was not something that came by the democracy. It came by tyranny, perhaps. It came by divine decree, perhaps. Who knows how the, the, the ordining came to be? Mm -hmm. All we know is that it was shattered. Sure. I say this to emphasize this single point I, I, I am about to make, which is, I may say grander giant civilizations of the grander ilk the further north that you go but I do not believe I believe all of their establishments are in ruins hmm. and they may have rebuilt but they the grandest giant civilization that I, I have seen from afar is in terms of dozens of giants rather mm -hmm. than hundreds sure. you've been within the court city for some time now Mm -hmm. This infrastructure, this uh, architecture is alien to us. It is very clearly of giant make. Right. Eons ago. The number of giants that would, would live here may have extended all the way from storm and cloud at the top plateaus and then the likes of the others down downward. Fire, fire giants working the forges where House Caneth now, now resides in Hill giants at the, at the very bottom for mm -hmm. example or perhaps even not within the wall perhaps outside the walls right point being similar cities perhaps not to the core city which may be the grandest but similar cities to say Highmont or Silwood are indeed north but unlike the ones in the south they are main in, in ruins and why the giants have such limited number I am not sure in other words, the cities, as large as they are, and as mm -hmm. they seem mostly empty, the numbers of giants may number several dozen, three, four, five dozen, perhaps. And don't get me wrong, 60 giants in one place is, is not a place that we, not even my own ilk, have any interest on assaulting. Right. But my point is, if you're looking for some sort of magical, delicious ambrosia beer, Start your start your search where you can reach, but ultimately you may be looking for the finer giant establishments, civilizations. The ones most intact. Yeah. That would make sense. Now, when it comes to dragon kind, there are a, a dragons are born in clutches. They are born in eggs, and the clutches I have seen, I have have heard from my infiltration of their numbers that for centuries centuries now nay millennia it, it would seem oh older than than I am and then some their clutches of, of, of eggs may number a half dozen or so 
mm-hmm. but they may be, be lucky to get one wormling out of them. The others are fallow things. They are unable to sort of survive. They are weak. Mm-hmm. This has naturally led the dragons to be more territorial, more primal. Mm-hmm. We know that there are civilizations and establishments in history that the, the, the dragons also had homes that likely had numbers of, of them. But dragons will only lay a clutch once every several, several centuries. Their biology will not allow them to do more than that. And if if you're doing the math, if each clutch only has perhaps one successful wormling, you can see that resources may be scarce in the north, but furthermore, they are not growing, swelling in number. Because of that, it is in my experience, and I have more than likely anyone on the plane material at this time, Dragons have their tribes, their conclaves, if, if you will. The largest I've ever seen has been a single dozen, and that was indeed the black dragon. And he had the wormling, which was only a, a, a hundred years old or so. He had an intelligence to him that was enough to direct and strategize with his assaults and assimilations. He has Dragonborn under these other these, these mm-hmm. other dragons and brought another conclave of black dragons into his fold. Hence why a dozen does not seem very large, even by the terms of giants that we were just speaking. Mm-hmm. But that is the, the largest I have seen. Dragons tend to, it seems, become more solitary creatures. They have their mountains, they have their their hillsides, they have their mounds in the forest. They hoard their wealth, they hoard their spoils, they hoard whatever resources they have, you see? Because mm-hmm. there's so few. And they quite literally lack the ability to easily create things. So they become quite rec- quite reclusive territorial things. Mm-hmm. Assuming that you stay away from such conclaves, conglomerations, groupings of them, you are more than likely, if you do encounter a dread dragon, you're more than likely to encounter one alone. Perhaps an adult, if you're unfortunate, with a small clutch of, of, of eggs that it is trying to hatch. Perhaps a wormling or if she is very fortunate too that she's trying to raise. Mm-hmm. But dragons do not have love for their offspring. They have they are territorial bestial things and they have an intelligence to them. Indeed they speak draconic but they are look to themselves above all. Mm-hmm. I do not know if dragonkind ever had a, a caste system an ordining of mm-hmm. sorts like the giants did. Their varieties can be summarized by the, by the five colors, black, red, white, blue, and green. Mm-hmm. And their general locations where the, their, their territories would be swamp and, and, and fen, marshlands, mountains, or fiery volcanic regions, forests, icier realms, 
and deserts or this sea. So, as you said, first home, you're thankful it's not a den of dragons. My point is that you are unlikely to encounter, unless you're very unfortunate, a civilization of dragons. You're more than likely to find one, perhaps two at a time. Whereas giants, you will likely find a number of them in one in one place. I give you this information because I do not wish to see any of you perish on your ventures northward. Appreciate it. If you are looking for traversal, mm-hmm. I there is a teleportation circle within Ice Wall. It is. It is secret. I know the circle. If, if any of you have the capability of casting teleportation circle, we have. Or a trusted person that could. Yes. Yes, that we have. That we have. I can have the schematics for it sent to you. Thank you. That would get you in an easy way across and inward. I'm sure that you could mm-hmm. forward the pathways, the channels. You could probably you could probably sail or fly across Black Blood Bay or Icewall Bay if you chose with your strength. But given the option to appear within the safest settlement to the north, yeah, that'd be great. Yes, that may be of interest to you. Very Thank much you. so. If you do find another one of these these items, obviously it would be a grand boon. If I can attune to the one that I I have, and I have my hands on a second, it may give me the insight that our enemy has to understand what his machinations were, even if we, even if this is before war or during it's happening, if I can touch it and research and understand, perhaps you're right, perhaps he can do it in a, sh- in a shorter time. Perhaps Maybe. it is impossible for one, for one person to attune to two, but no, because you've said that, that it is possible. Mm-hmm. At least we have it on pretty good authority. Yes. In any case, if you find one, obviously it'd be a, a grand boon to me. And if there's anything that you see as far as draconic or giant movements during that time to document them bring that information to me of course and I'll try if I go up there I'll try to find as many trees as I can and maybe we can expand your network yes I I, I transport via trees not circles I I, I understand I understand and I'm sure that you've got people that do that if we do find an item (coughs) you and yours are the best place I think because even after even if this whole affair finishes and we're all still alive, I do believe those who are good at remaining secret is the best place to keep them. Right. Though I do have something to discuss on that front. We had discussed perhaps being a little bit more open with some of our allies. Not about, of course, anything with, related to you. And this is something I want to discuss before we actually went public with anything. But we wanted to discuss this enemy, this thrives in the shadows. They are literally working with the shadow, potentially. And so we were wondering how much would be wise to share with the other leaders of the other nations to try to unify. If we should bring out the name of the enemy, bring out what they're capable of, and maybe, I don't know, even 
discuss some of the artifacts. I don't know if that would be counter to what we're doing, perhaps, but if this enemy knows, has a good sense of where some of them are, maybe if we have more eyes looking for them, we can scoop them up faster. Or maybe we would just be lighting the path for them, for them to then steal. And that's where I was hoping to gather some of your wisdom. My brief but hopefully poignant insight to that would be this. I believe that that is wise. Half of it, at least. Sure. If our enemy is, and he seems to be, for every reason, not unlike myself and those allies of mine that have been within the shadows, in a sense, ourselves, for much of history with the intent on helping shape and guide the folk and mostly leave the folk to do what they will, leave the kingdoms to do what they will, except for grand atrocities that could endanger all. There's a reason why we have not gotten involved in this war up until this point. We were under the impression it was some foolish West versus East things and there will always be, there's been enough in the West that we did not step into. Uh, we are looking outside. We are we are the ethereal order because we are looking beyond the, the bounds of here. Right. However, if our enemy thrives in these shadows as we do, the reason why we do not trust people, even trusting you two, is a risk that, that I am still taking, as I took it the very first time on you, Norwin. Right. The reason why you wear those medallions around your necks specifically because nothing would be more catastrophic to me, to us, to what we're doing than somebody casting the lantern light on myself and my compatriots and, and our order. Right. So if I would, would hate that, I imagine our enemy would as well. I would imagine. That's so why I, I think my choice for information. Mm-hmm. That way we can, like you say, cast the light on him, which would be highly uncomfortable. Maybe. And the fact that other nations would know that somebody might be trying to worm into their midst. And if they're like, ah, this one person is trying to create dissent, I need to look into them further to make sure it's not this enemy creating chaos. Precisely. And as as the voice of the crown, I recommend that you spin the, the narrative web, which is frankly truth. You speak the truth. Finally, you can speak the truth that what happened in Sarah was truly is a travesty and it was not betrayal it was subterfuge it was infiltration and that this war even and getting everyone to come together for it is to stop the demise of humankind as a whole i only laugh because i'm i can already see me saying that to people oh no we're all gonna die You can spin it how you wish, but you are not incorrect. If we came forward and said, there's a planar tear between here and the plane of fire, a wildfire will sweep through and burn the moon wall to to ash. Mm -hmm. Agarstone may act, they may find an act of aggression, they may blame blame the, the elves. Garland and Alfheim may bond together to hope that that this happens because it will weaken them. Mm -hmm. That's why we don't tell. That's why I made my own organization deal with such threats. Right. 
when it comes to saying particularly what our enemy is seeking, it may be best to leave that up to destroying of what, ha what happened to the court city and what he wishes to, to happen to Serenea is what he wishes to happen to all. I think that would be enough, and to be perfectly blunt, mm -hmm. anything that would get in the way of you doing what you're able to right now, mm -hmm. that's my top priority. I hate to put so much pressure on you, but you are one of my highest hopes. Right. I just wasn't sure if that it would behoove us to try to spread as much light as we could. But Let's speak about, about that, about that. It may be wise to inform select, select others that there are, as Anaxorius said, look out for infiltrators. You all know what to look for. Perhaps mention to them to look for one who has, as you described, your friend Firesong and this crow wearing similar garb and having similar... Um, eyes. Failure. Yeah. Eye, eyes, precisely. Okay, folks folks who you trust, perhaps you can have them help suss you out of that. As far as folks you trust the most that have access to hidden places, perhaps it would be wise that we toss every coffer in every royal vault or every nobleman's mm -hmm. uh, sack to see if they'd happen to have any such items on them. Unlikely. On the other hand, I am afraid that if you announce this publicly in the Civis Sun and the information well, we just, just gets out, then it will create a rush and then somebody will find it and if they can find it and are not quiet as you said at first our enemy is just as likely to have eyes and ears everywhere in the west as we are at this point not yeah. to mention if they know it's <clears throat> artifacts of power it's going to be a gold rush they're going to people every kingdom is going to send out everyone to try to find it for power for themselves we may prefer that that we that the west has them even even if it is yes. enemies of ceremonia I am concerned about that only slightly. As I said, I'm more concerned about the state of the material plane itself, and therefore our enemy getting his hands on them. Yes. Right, it's just, you know, we also don't want to make, you know, the, the sparrow or something, you know? Somebody Correct. who finds one of these and then thinks that they are now a god. Yes. And then tries to do the same thing. And that is a very good point. From I have not begun to attune to this thing, but as I said, the days it took me to peer into it and gain even a glimpse of what is capable of it. It, it is a dominion over an entire aspect of arcana, an entire aspect of magic, reality changing, transformation itself, things that we in the modern age have crafted into spells. Mm -hmm. This seems to give the raw. And there are there are eight schools of magic, but that's just the way that we think of it in Digested. the modern age. You could separate that easily into six, such as energy, creation, etc., etc., etc. Right. Transformation very, very well could be an entire aspect of that. Things as as simple as polymorph, an, an obvious application of transformation. Right. But, if you consider how old I, I believe that, that this is and how its power if it has been held throughout history, I believe indeed that there are things that this could potentially do that may have great cost, but there are things that this 
could perhaps enact that would change the very fabric of what we know. Right. For example, and this is purely a theory, I'm familiar with, for example, Dragonborn, Tabaxi. Yeah. Yes. Tabaxi are simply humanoids yeah. that are cat-like. Yep. There is no history of where Tabaxi come come from, where the first one was was born. Was a human born one day with with whiskers and spots, and that was the that was the first Tabaxi. <laughs> or was something like the divine power of transformation mm-hmm. instilled to create them as a people? Mm-hmm. Think of how many different peoples exist. The lore, the history of human of, of, of humankind, dwarvish, etc., etc. Then, then look at things like Tabaxi, and you spoke about about Walth, for example. The mm-hmm. Drow themselves may be elven shadows from the the Shadowfell, but what are what are Driders? And Gochos, Lulz, the the Drow figures most trusted transformed amalgamations of flesh. Mm-hmm. Where'd the first of these come from? Right. That may be the love, the level of impact that we are looking at with these items. Yes. It's very possible. I don't think it would be something we'd send out in the Civis Sun for sure. No, I just think not. top top level when I'm going from you know, regency to regency, even, something that I bring up to know, strengthen the alliance. And even like the Archlector, if we don't like them. Yeah, I feel like the Archlector will learn no matter what. Right. It's just a matter of, you know, we also don't want them bumbling into it by accident and then, you know. Yes. You know, for example, if we hadn't been in the throne room and... Vaniel and Elspeth had the scroll, they might have just given it up. Yeah. They were, I mean, he even mentioned for the queen to be brought back. Do you know how easy it it would be for King Motsunir of Scarland to find that he does indeed have have one of these in his treasury, not knowing its true power, (coughs) and he, does he come, come to us to use as a weapon? No. Will he use it for himself in his most powerful powerful mage? Very likely perhaps. Or, as he, as he barter with the enemy, he will give this item willingly if he leaves Garland out of whatever machinations he has. King Motsunir would care nothing more for than that to happen. He is the one I'm least trustworthy of and I'm leaving him last on my tour. At the same time, he may not do anything like that whatsoever. My point is simply we don't know what people will do with it. Let's eke out every bit of evidence that we can. If you have any leads, let's do those. Speak with the people that you would have the most trust in to Mm -hmm. act in ways that you believe will be conducive to this. Ultimately, and I have said this to you, Norwin, before, I have become involved in all of this. Now I understand who the enemy is. I understand what these items are. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I still view this very much your quest, your tasks, right. you too, and your friend Urfael. And I know that the Crown of Ceremony has been been involved. I know that I am involved, but at least until a time I have finished what I need, need to do in the next year or so, and we 
at least make sure that there is a west to come back to, and I can I can aid more directly in, in the, the north, the east, and such. Until the time that that comes, I am trusting you three with the knowledge and the wherewithal to do what needs to be done. Of course. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. It's just we wanted to consult with you if we could. And so that's what you have. As you Trust have goes two ways, and that's why we wanted to not betray yours. Exactly. And you have such wisdom under your belt that I wish to add to my own. Well, I have divulged my, my wisdom, and you have 14 minutes left of my time. Oh, shit, that's a lot. We've been talking a lot. All right, let's What else see. do you want to bring up with him? Well, that was the, the biggest things. We got the north, we got the, um, we got the, the, the scroll, the items. The rest seem kind of silly in comparison, I suppose. But you have been fourteen minutes, whether silly or not. So speak. well, uh, whatever. If I may ask, it came of Nihilun. Who? Nihilun. And by the way, that is him that says who. Not that was not Joshua. Yeah, that was him. Who? The um. The mind flare. Ah, he's he's being taken care of. I would not worry about him. Is it possible for an audience with him if I were to desire one? No. Okay. This is a question. Hopefully he's being treated all right. I'm sure he is. Okay. Well, I guess that's all I can ask for then. And, um, let's see. Are you aware of Tasha's mission to the Raven Queen? Yes, uh, I'm the one that sent her on it. Very well. Have you heard anything about how that went? Or if that's something we should just communicate with her about? I understand that it went well. She saw you three. There, coincidentally enough. She did, coincidentally yes. enough. She dropped off the items that she had to, and she, she came back with a useful piece of information that was either slipped or used as, as evidence, whether true or not. Right. I have not yet been able to assess its truth, but the idea that these items cannot leave the material plane. We don't think they can, otherwise... At least we trust that ability, that yeah. same information. If you, if you trust the information, she was unsure. I have no understanding of the truth of that or not at this point, but if you believe it to be true, I based do. on your relationships with those individuals there, mm-hmm. then we will take it as truth. That does limit what I will be able to do quite a bit in the future, but yes. as I said, I am mostly occupied with my time here on the play material. Of course. That's fair. Um, then, a couple other things. Uh, are you aware of anything with Witch Hill? What do you wish to know? Well, we think that there might be a connection with that to a demiplane of vampires. We have 12 minutes left, and I could, I could fill several volumes about the Witch Hill. Suffice to say, it is an odd, foggy place of death. Mm-hmm. Undead. Rome, those hills, ogres, shades, shadows, the such. Some fiends, even, but mostly just creatures of evil. Yes, there is a vampiric presence there. Okay. I have not dealt with it mm-hmm. for the simple reason that they seem to stay within their own area. We are considering going there to 
deal with it ourselves. Hopefully kill some vampires that we do believe are tied directly to Earp's sword, and that way we can help him out of that situation. Is the main thing. His sword's a little cursed. So. See. And it's this kind of curse that we have reason to believe that will not be broken until the person who corrupted it so badly is dealt with. Those shadow walkers well, frankly, walk amongst the shadows as much as my myself and our enemy. Did you know that centuries ago when the, when Balinar was still Balinar and not the city-states of Balinar, that it was that the entire realm was secretly being run by vampires. No. They were eradicated once they were discovered. It was an enormous purge by those of the, the, the silver flame. And some believe it is what set the first domino in motion that slowly led to the splitting of Balinar city-states. Vanguard was the seat of power for them, and now that place is ruinous. Taken by the the, the current enemy, at least. But mostly left to its own devices. It is a place similar in kind to Runeheim. Vanguard, let's say. An enormous city of monolithic proportions. Clearly giant made Mm -hmm. as well. And what the battles that happened there were enough that the whole place needed to be purged. Vampires, you see, have the ability to charm and make people believe them. Right. So it was truly being run through these shadows. I do not believe that the vampiric presence in Witch Hill is of the same are of the same ilk, the same variety. I also do not believe that they are have nearly the same influence. And again, it is for that reason that I have not stepped in to even attempt to, to deal with that myself. There is an inherent danger to that. It would need to be a deliberate strike force mm-hmm. that is willing to lose their lives, to be perfectly frank with you. Right. Or it could be an entire legion, a battalion, marching inward. Mm-hmm. I have access to both. But I do not wish even the risk of death upon myself, frankly, and I do not now wish to see my my order possibly squandered. Right. This is not me saying that we that I believe that myself or my order are at direct risk of failure. Mm-hmm. If, we, if we did assault Witch Witch Hill, I am saying because their influence is diminished and singular, and they do not expand beyond Witch Hill, possibly in a, in other planes of existence, such as the Shadowfell and, and the Abyss, may very well be true. If I caught whiff that they were, that there were once again folk being controlled by the vampire charm effects and the such, that would be a different story. A different story. Right. So if you choose this, in other words, it almost seems as though these vampires have learned from their predecessors, or perhaps they lived in the same time. Perhaps they were. Even involved in, in the Balan Guard way back then, unsure. Mm-hmm. But they have not stepped out of line, so I have not stepped into their domain. Makes sense. Not unlike the truce that we now temporarily have with our crow enemy. It makes sense. 
Okay. Uh, that's pretty good. Um, and then just two other small things. I got some tabs. Um, I guess I'll have to pull them out of the box. We probably wouldn't just be walking with. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I've got an Eldridge Bident thing and this Undead Staff. That one whispers into your ears, and that one I feel like, well, don't say anything at the moment, because it feels like something's watching you when you're attuning it. It doesn't seem to have the sentience level of blood, but maybe it does. And then I also have a Necromancer book and Taljahar spell book. All these things. And what do you plan on doing with them? Well, I don't think they should be in the hands of common folk. I would agree with that. This one was the one used in the Opera House during the summit that... Summon Slamming Skulls. Yeah, that turned the actors into undead and skulls. And the other? The other was being used by one of the Alhun that we fought and killed, and when I picked it up, it whispered into me, and I found concentration was difficult. Yeah. So dangerous implements and books of necromancy and evil. Yep. I agree with you that having these in the, the common or even the uncommon folks' hands would be folly. Mm-hmm. As I am right now, I cannot physically take them right. from you. Are you. But as you know, I am a collector of arcane objects and those oddities. Some that can be used for the greater good, some that can simply be disposed of in their own way or locked away disposing of them is, uh, is impossible. You're offering to give these to me. What do you think, Anaxoria? I mean, you know how I kind of stand on all these things, but... I'll take it out of your paycheck. Okay. Are you looking for pay for for these items? They have diminished our coffers to one-fifth of what they were a mere <laughs> month ago. Uh, and I hate to say that, but our gold is what keeps us alive. Yeah, unfortunately. However, we'll do what we can, I guess. But I would not sell them into common hands either. That's I'm between a rock and a hard place until you go out and find me more objects to sell. I'm going tomorrow. Calm yourselves, you, <laughs> you two. I'm offering to pay you for them. If you're willing. The question is, without knowing precisely what they're capable of, I am not a magic shop. I assume that you are doing this out of your own good nature. Mm-hmm. These are clearly evil items that were held by... Alhun, the, as far as we can, can can tell, the right hands of our enemy. We right. can assume that they are powerful items that have malcontent and whisper in your ears. Enough reason of that. For all four items, I will give, give you a sum of 30,000 gold. Is this agreeable? Yes. Yep, absolutely. Very good. Drop them off here. Can you keep them safe? For two more weeks' time. Yes. Yes. Drop them off here. Ask the same thing to Gorna. And mm-hmm. in two weeks' two weeks' time, I will have somebody come to meet you and take them and deliver the gold. It's very so gracious of you. And, and gems suffice? Yes. Very good. Very gracious of you. Sorry to put you out like that. But... I have paid far more for less. As I said, without knowing precisely what they are are capable of, it is difficult to know. If I can pay Mm -hmm. a sum of that amount in order to get them off, as you say, the streets, I am happy to to do so. Whether they are locked away or whether they are used, whether I destroy them is up to me. 
yes. at a certain time. But Absolutely. for now, I simply would take them 30,000 gold as what I offer, and you have accepted. Very yep. good. Thank you very much. And with that, I think that's it. Well, and then, of course, my silliest thing is, would it be possible for me to get maybe another one or two days at the Wargrave University? I know you can't physically sign anything, but if possible. I thought if you not, already have a free pass to Palinaeum. The Palinaeum, Trace. yes, but they don't have... Oh, I'm sorry. Come on. Get out buddy. from under there, buddy. Go on. Trey, go. It's okay, buddy. We'll be fed, my goodness. And if not, I totally understand. I am not against it, per se. Lofin, lay down. I'm just gonna feed them. That's fine. Mm -hmm. I was gonna stop after this conversation. That's, that's, uh, what's, un that's what's annoying. So, mm -hmm. if you can just wait for like a few minutes. Mm -hmm. um, he, he just says it's difficult to, he, he has taken a sabbatical. He mm -hmm. doesn't have a means. He needs to conserve every piece of spellcraft he has to communicate with the people that, that he, he needs to right now to set up all the things he needs to. Absolutely. So he can ask somebody to send word over to the um palette or the um Margaret Margaret mm -hmm. University. Um how urgent is this request? Not. Next like nine months would be any time and that would be wonderful. Swing by in in one month's time under the name of Perry Hotter. Perry Hotter it is. And you will have one more day within the archives of University. I appreciate it very much, and I'm sorry to put you out like that in such a silly request. I presume that this is for the greater good. I hope it is. Is there anything mm -hmm. else? Um, I think that's all the things, right? Yes, that's everything. That's everything. So thank you very much for your time. You have successfully accomplished this in almost exactly one hour. Congratulations. He says, let that up his own timepiece. I will extend this slightly because I have two things to inform you of. Yes. Surprised you did not ask. But looks looks over at you. My agents got under. Oh yes. And no further threats could be detected. But bones and corpses, very a very large variety. The giants there that we were aforementioned speaking. Burns and dis destruction shattered. There was one half of an intact form, the upper half, burned, charred, skeletal in, in nature. Clearly, the, the, the skull alone proves that it is of giant design. Mm -hmm. the, the lower half of the skull was removed, the jaw, I should say. Right. A common uh, tactic to stop them speaking to the dead. Mm -hmm. Neither of the individuals I, I sent had much capability in that regard, but they were able to find a suitable replacement. Don't ask how I have my ways. Sure. With that said, they were able to commune with, with it, and what, we, what they discussed is not important here. All I will say is it has been left in its partially intact state, and if you have the means of speaking with an, a giant corpse has been interred in a place that from all we can understand was meant to be a place of knowledge for so ones with, with divine magics can indeed commune with the, the dead they are mm -hmm. what did the, the doors say historians, artifabians, etc etc, etc, yep. architectures whatnot 
Nope. And, and this this would appear to be a historic one of the, the questions I, I will tell you that was asked of, of this corpse was why is it here and, or what cat category does it fall in the answer was historian mm-hmm. whether you decide to, to go there or not is up to you there's no immediate, immediate threat down there that could be detected however one of my men will be staying on the island mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to further please understand this the side effect of this is to further protect your island that is not the, the main the main goal the main goal is because if the enemy has attacked there once he may a- attack there again especially if he intends to hurt you and if the enemy arrives back on the island and does anything brazen enough for us to detect it it will be good that one of my most trusted frankly one of one of my more powerful agents is there to help handle that and call for specific aid when the time calls for it right i hope that that, that gives you some some reprieve and you can rest slightly well from that it does mm-hmm. thank you secondly marwin yes if you are to head north mm-hmm. there are two things one nathal's sanctuary was up there okay do not know where, but it was a place that I know he went and would meditate for, well, he's an elf, so days, weeks, maybe months at a t- time. Mm-hmm. It was a place of power and a, a, an important thing for him. You may find similar to true for you. I have no idea where it is. It is his own Druid's, Druid's Grove that is hidden away. If any could find it, likely you are one of the only, perhaps the only person that could. With that in mind, you may have to work harder at digging deeper within what is here. If I was going to be honest, that's one reason I wanted to speak with Ni. On, that's not going to happen. I know, but that's one reason. I understand. Find other means then. I will. That is my suggestion. And number two, if you do go to Ice Wall, Mm-hmm. There are reports from an agent I have there mm-hmm. that suggests that there is a dragon that resides in the mountains just north of that that place. Naturally, in that cold, those mountains, a white d- dragon would make the most sense. Mm-hmm. Those are the most primal and, frankly, the weakest of the of the, the draconic ilk as we know it okay territorial primal beasts that destroy anything that they come across they freeze them solid with their, their breath they carry them to their the dens and they eat them whole noted however this one while it has been sighted it seems to have ignored caravans ignored explorers I'm sure that you can imagine it's strange that if there is such a territorial primal beast there in, and we are infringing on its territory it has scared people away but it is odd that it would not destroy them we can agree on that yes yes mm-hmm. all I say is it is an oddity I do, do not not know if that will be tremendously out of your way I will simply say that if you do go to ice wall if I do get, get you the teleportation circle mm-hmm. for that in fact 
I will amend. I will have since you're going to bring these 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 these, these items here in what did I say? A week. A, a, a week from now, mm-hmm. I will have him. Wait, two, two weeks. weeks. I was gonna say I think it's two weeks. Two weeks. I, I will I, I will have him deliver onto you the teleportation sigil. All right. That place, I cannot tell you what to even expect other than if there is such a dragon, whether white or otherwise that is reported to be there the reports that my Pam has said is a white dragon but it shimmers like fresh snow shimmers like fresh fresh ice if there is something of the ilk that is deciding to be territorial but not be a primal wanton destruction I do not know what to make of that is it a solitary thing is it an offshoot why is it not 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 eating the caravans that have seen it i don't know but it is something that you may want to look into certainly it might be something that we can at least glean from it may be nothing relevant to your current mission whatsoever it may be wildly wildly dangerous and be completely not worth your time i cannot say i just want to mention this to you I'll be dealing with other kind of creatures, so what's one more? Very good. That that is all I had to say. Any last speaking as before we do not see each other for likely a year at least. No. I'm potentially thinking of I need to talk to Alfheim about this, but I think I might try to bring up the fact that I was Nathal with them. Some already know, do they not? Some already know. But I'm wondering if I shouldn't tell the whole command here. I don't know. I know we don't have much time to discuss that. But. I would recommend speaking with the Undying Court and your own connections through the tail address on that topic before taking brash action. Of course. And that's my goal, but I wanted to let you know. That is your decision, but you are who you are. Right. That is, that is all, then. I have final preparations to make before I take my one final sleep for the next year. Thank you very much for your time. Take care. You too. Good luck. With that, he will... Oh, that was a lot. Let's take our break right there. While y'all digest, we can return. You guys can have some chit-chats.